and welcome to the Bariatric Podcast. I'm Haley Sutton. And I'm Joelle Hilton. Yay! It's our very first episode, and this podcast is your go-to guide on all things bariatric, from pre-op to post-op, and we're going to dig a little deeper into topics like adjusting to your new way of life, transfer addiction, dining out, breaking up with old habits, um, non-scale victories, and so much more. And I wanted to actually start with Joelle today because she has some very exciting news to share with you all. Okay. Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening. Um, I am Joelle. I am 32 years old. Um, I am in the pre-op stage of my uh, VSG weight loss journey. Um, I, in less than 30 days, 29 days to be exact, I will be having a (laughs) vertical sleeve gastrectomy, if I say that right. Yes. (laughs) And I am so excited. I, um, I just, I can't wait. It's like so surreal that like, it's finally here. And, um, I just, I'm so ready. I've been ready. I go through like my waves of emotions, but Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm so ready. (laughs) Oh, I'm so excited for you. So kind of tell everybody where, where you, um, read about it and kind of what made you decide to go through this procedure rather than bypass or, um, you know, the lap band, other things like that. Yeah. Um, so I pretty much my, I probably should just start with my backstory a little bit. Um, I have struggled with my weight, um, since I was a child, I always was, um, the heavier girl. I was always a little bit chunky. I was never, you know, I developed really early. Um, Mm -hmm. all of those fun feminine things happened to me really early, but I always (laughs) was heavier which was super frustrating because I was like, wow, I see all these other girls they are so pretty and so beautiful. And how come I don't look like that? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And obviously yes. now being older, you realize it's so much more than that. Um, but I, um, probably around the age of 15, probably even sooner, I would start dieting. I started working out, but I really didn't know what I was doing. I would go and work out for two hours and then like go home and eat like chicken fingers. You know what I mean? Thinking like, Oh, I just Mm -hmm. worked out. Like I'm healthy. You know what I mean? And, um, like it kind of canceled it out. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It was like, Oh, it's an even trade. It's fine. Um, so I was dieting and dieting and I would lose weight, gain weight, lose weight, gain weight. Um, up until I hit about my early twenties, I had, um, met somebody who had introduced me to a very, um, restrictive diet that worked for me. Okay. But it was never long-term results. It was always, I'm always was losing the same 30 to 40 pounds over time, get comfortable, you know, those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. So, um, then I met my husband, we got married, pregnant. I put on 80 pounds with my pregnancy and that's when I really, really had weight issues. Um, and my, after my son was born, he was maybe probably seven or eight months. Um, I stepped on the scale and I was at my absolute highest of about 240 pounds. Okay. And I am five foot tall. So I'm very short. I'm (laughs) not, I'm not a big, I'm not a big person, but I was a big person. And I kind of just was like, how did I let myself get here? And then that even started a more like, strenuous or intense dieting cycle of lose weight, lose gain, lose gain, lose gain, you know, doing everything from Atkins, Weight Watchers, keto, beach body, you name it. I was doing it, working out, 
I was doing it. Um, up until this year, I was actually gearing up to do um, that super restrictive diet that I was telling you about. And um, one of my best friends who is in the medical field, uh, she said, have you ever thought about bariatric surgery? And she didn't say it in a way where she like thought I needed it, but she, I think she was just so sad to always see me struggling Mm -hmm. and was trying to recommend something that could maybe be like a more permanent fix for me. So, um, she had mentioned it to me and she had told me that she knew a friend who had the lap band and she had great results with it. I was like, cool. I started looking into the lap band. I was like, oh, okay. It seems like it's, you know, not as like, um, invasive as a procedure. It seems like it gets great results, like whatever. So, um, I then I kind of, the more I did research on this, I kind of did this backwards, but I went to my PCP first. I went to my primary and I was like, Hey, I want to see if I'm a candidate for bariatric surgery. And, um, she knew my history pretty much. Uh, and she wrote me a, a letter of recommendation and a referral saying medically necessary, like immediately. Oh, wow. No, no questions asked. She was like, you want to do it? And she wrote me a letter, which was really cool. Um, so then, um, she goes, well, do you want to shop around for surgeons? Um, I said, no, I said, can you just tell me who's the best in my area? And, um, she gave, cause I I'm a mom, <laughs> I work, I do all the things. I just don't have time. Like just send me to the best. I'm going to trust you. Like if you're sending me to somebody, I'm, you know, pretty sure, you know what you're talking about. So, um, I called the, uh, of the office of the surgeon that she recommended. And I was like, Hey, like my doctor is sending over a letter right now. I wasn't even a patient yet. She sent it like that day. And, um, then they were like, okay, well, we'll put it to the side and we'll get you an appointment. And, um, this was of 20, 2020. So this was last, um, I got the ball rolling probably in like August. Cause it was right before one of my other best friends was getting married. Um, and then I made the appointment and I, I believe I'm, I keep, I'm not hundred percent sure it was sometime end of October, early November. Um, I went and met with the surgeon and, um, he was super nice. He asked me why I wanted to be here. And, you know, I think the biggest thing with me is yes, I want to lose weight, but I want to be healthy and I want to be happy. And I personally need something that's going to restrict me, you know, from eating. Absolutely. And I want, I want that. You know what I mean? And I know some people are like, why would you, I'm like, I don't want, I don't want to be hung. Not that I don't want to be hungry, but I was like, I don't, I don't want to feel like this anymore. Like, cause the way that I feel it tends to gets me in trouble. I'm not 207 pounds for nothing right now. You know what I mean? Like right. there are underlining things. So, um, at that time I, um, you know, I talked to the surgeon, he goes, okay, he goes, well, we're going to do some tests. We're going to do blood work. I had to do a sleep study, um, and all of these things. And, um, I don't, I I'll talk about this. I, um, at first did not qualify. Okay. I, I did not qualify at first and I was devastated because, um, my BMI was only 39. Okay. So and I didn't really weigh enough. I didn't weigh enough. And I was distraught. Cause I, cause so kind of like, they always tell you, they're like, well, you'll qualify for your insurance if you have a BMI of 39, but if you have, um, underlining health conditions, right. Which I didn't have. So here I had gotten my hopes up, like maybe this was going to be something for me. I was so excited. And, um, then 
you know, I was going through the process, doing the blood work, doing the sleep, everything was coming back negative. Everything was coming back fine. I just wasn't big enough. And, um, fast forward through December, the pandemic hit, we shut down, um, in my area and, you know, I wasn't the happiest, obviously I was out of work. My child was out of school. It was Christmas, whatever. So, um, it was January and I'll never forget it. It was January 15th. I had an appointment with my OBGYN and I didn't want to go because I had started doing keto right after Christmas. Cause I was like, well, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to, I don't know what I'm going to do. I got to do something to lose the weight. It wasn't working. I did not want to go. And I did not want to go and step on the scale. Okay. Cause I was going to be so frustrated because here I am, I'm trying again. I, you know, so I go and, but something told me, Joelle, go to the doctor's appointment, go to your, go see your gyno. I'm like, okay. So going to see my gyno. I, this is, this is January, mid, you know, January. And, um, I step on the scale and she's talking to me and my OBGYN just happens to be a good friend of mine as well. And I said, I said, this is great. I was like, can you just tell me how much I weigh? <laughs> and Cause I didn't, I didn't look at right. the, I can look at the scale. I just was like, I don't want to see this. I don't want to see this. So, um, I said, actually, don't even tell me what I weigh. I said, tell me my BMI. And she goes, she looks at it. She goes today it's 40. And I lost it because oh, wow. my surgeon had told me that I needed to show for insurance one time that I had a BMI of 40. That was enough. It didn't have to be consistent. It didn't have to be all, you know, one time. And I said, I need that in writing. I want it on a piece of paper with your signature. And I'm crying at this point. She's like, oh my gosh. And I just said to her, I just said, I'm going to qualify. Oh my gosh. What a I, like <laughs> moment of like, yes. I, just so many mixed emotions. I feel like that's amazing. Yes. I, mean, I can't imagine what you must've felt. It was, a I would have gotten it. Yeah. I would have gotten it tattooed all over me. I'd be like, I swear I qualify I, now. Oh. I know. I can't even tell it was, I, you know, and then she's, I was like, I, and I told her cause she didn't know. And I was like, I am trying to qualify for bariatric surgery, but I didn't want to put on an extra 15 pounds. I was already uncomfortable. Do you know what I mean? I was yeah. already past my comfort point. Usually I've taken, I've done something about it and, um, you know, but nothing long-term. So anyway, so I get in the car with my husband, he had taken me and I am just sobbing. And I take that letter directly to the, um, the surgeon's office and I drop and I drop it off. (laughs) So I end up having one more appointment. It wasn't with the surgeon. It was just like, um, somebody else in the practice. And, um, it was, it was January 23rd and I walk in the office and she's like, how are you? I said, I'm good. And I actually, my BMI was even more when I went in on that appointment and she looked at me and she was like, Joelle, she was like, you qualify. And so (laughs) (laughs) so even, even without that letter, even on their record. So technically it would be two times that they saw my BMI was more of 40. Um, and I, I wasn't trying to gain weight. I really wasn't, it wasn't, I was doing keto and I have been doing keto up until the past like couple of weeks, just cause I'm just kind of living my best life right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, I am in the office and I'm trying to keep it cool. Cause this lady doesn't know who I am. And she's looking at me, she goes, you can let it out. And I am just like, I am so thankful. I am so, I'm like, and I said to her, I was like, you don't understand. I was like, this is so much more 
than losing weight for me. I was like, this is that permanent, like healthy lifestyle fix tool, however you want to call it. That's really going to get me to where I've always wanted to be. And, um, and then that was it. And then it just kind of spiraled from there. And then I did my nutrition. I did my psych appointments, um, everything, everything, my support group, everything is done and it is, it is scheduled. And then I even got a phone call today, um, getting all my final, um, my COVID test, my, um, like my pre-admissions test, like my blood work, EKG, x-ray, all of that stuff Mm -hmm. scheduled. Mm -hmm. And it's, it is for real, for real, for real. So that's my story. That's how I ended up here. (laughs) That is so exciting. And I know that everyone's going to be so like amazed with all your, you know, lifestyle changes because it's going to happen fast. It's going to hit you all at once, but it's going to be fun. It's not going to be something that you're going to feel like this was a mistake. This is going to be like the most exciting, you know, year to year and a half of your life where you have this sweet spot of weight loss. And then after that, you know, you're going to hit the time where you got to learn to maintain and it's just going to be a whole new you. And I'm so excited for you to experience all of that. I'm so excited that you're here with me because I know nobody doesn't know us and even our friendship that's already blossomed into what it is, but you're amazing. Like anytime I need you, you are freaking there. Like it's amazing. I'm so excited. (laughs) Thank you. No. And I would say the same to you. I mean, it's been, we actually, for those who don't know, because nobody knows, um, we (laughs) actually just met each other on Instagram by chance and then, uh, kind of hit it off. Um, I think you messaged me about uh, some advice on some certain topics and I just went on a long rant and we kind of bonded from there. And, um, you know, so I really am excited for this podcast to see where it goes and watch you blossom into the person you've always wanted to be. I'm so excited. It's going to be a blast. Yes, it will. Well, let me sort of give you my background too. Um, Yes. So I'm Haley. I am 26 years old and I'm actually two and a half years post-op and hearing your story. I related to so many of the things you said, like I grew up an overweight child my whole life. And, uh, my dad actually was very like influential in that he, kind of made me feel guilty for eating whenever I would eat in front of him. So I would kind of create a habit where I'd eat in private or hide or sneak things and, or overeat at certain meals. So I didn't feel like I would eat a lot in front of him, if that made sense. So, uh, you know, at 10 years old, I had a personal trainer. My mind was always on my weight from a very young age. And that just, to me felt like something I, never got a handle on no matter how many times I tried. And like you mentioned, um, pre-op, I had tried everything to lose weight from Weight Watchers to Jenny Craig, keto, uh, various detoxes and nothing really stuck for me. And, um, something I had never even considered was bariatric surgery, mostly because of the stigma with it. I didn't think number one, I was heavy enough. And number two, um, I just felt like that's the stuff you see on TLC. Like people don't really do that unless they're, it's like, <laughs> yes, you know what I mean? like 600 pounds. Yes. It's the truth, but it's like, no, you need to get a handle on this and nothing else has worked for you. And also like be confident in this decision. Like I had to give myself a pep talk because I was so nervous that I was so young and, and, and that this was just too, too much at this age. And I started to research it and I kind of went down a wormhole where I just had that on my mind every single day. And I was just trying to manifest ways to pay for it. My insurance didn't cover it. I was just trying to figure out how I was going to do this. 
And, you know, one day I just applied for this random loan um, offer that came into the, in my mail and just worked out. And I actually paid out of pocket, but it was the best money I've ever spent. And I, that's amazing. You know, Thanks. I mean, Hey, it's a car payment, but whatever. I, I got my life. It's back. your life. It's your life. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So my biggest struggle though, was how much I could eat. It wasn't necessarily what I was eating. I love healthy food. I always have, my mom always cooked very healthy. I just, it was the quantity and it, I don't know what it was. I guess I was trying to use it for comfort, but it was like, I needed to eat a lot every time I ate. Um, maybe out of fear of like not having enough later. I don't know what it was, but it's just spiraled out of control. And, um, I binge ate for years and, you know, I finally decided enough was enough. And I stepped on the scale at 22 and, um, I reached my highest weight of 260 pounds and I'm five, three, so I'm not very tall either. And, um, we're little, <laughs> yeah, we are, we're yeah. little, we're small. <laughs> and so I was just thinking, God, I really I don't know what I'm going to do with this. And, um, I just decided, you know, I need to actually make this appointment and meet with a surgeon and, and get this out, you know, get this out of the way because I need to get my life back. I feel like if I kept going on the rate I was going, I would die early, you know? So, um, after I found my surgeon in Reston, Virginia, I began losing weight immediately. It was amazing. You know, post-op every day, I was like down another pound for a long time. And, you know, it does slow down. You have to kind of, you definitely have to put in the work. You have to eat the right things. You can't overeat. You can't drink sugary things. You have to work out, but seeing that number fall consistently for the first time in my life was the most motivating thing ever, because, you know, I had lost weight in the past, but you know, 20, 30 pounds, and then I put it on plus some again. Yep. And it's just, this was the first time I felt like I have control over my life and all because of this tool, I just needed a tool. I needed that restriction. And I was able to make the right food choices because I needed the quantity to be smaller, but I could choose the right things to eat. So and you had no choice really. Yes. Yes. That's the thing. It's like, it forces you to change your relationship with food. And, um, you don't really want to overeat when you have this tool, it's uncomfortable. You don't feel like you just cause you like the taste, like you have to keep going. And that's something that's really nice. Cause, um, you, you can occasionally have something you want to eat, but you're only going to be able, able to eat, you know, a regular portion of it. And that's how it always should have been. So you kind of feel like mm-hmm. you gotta, you press the reset button on your life, you know? And, um, so I'm down over 120 pounds and oh I'm, my God, I'm so excited. Yes. <laughs> thank amazing. you. I, thank you. Well, it's funny. Cause like I had seen the two hundreds for so many years. And then when I hit the ones, I was like, I'm never going back to this. This is like, I'm so excited that for the first time, even since I think high school, like maybe sophomore year was the last time I was in the one hundreds. And it just, it was such a moment of relief and happiness and you know, changing my life actually inspired me to become a NASA weight loss specialist. Um, because I felt like I really wanted to maintain my success and maintain my new lifestyle and, and not kind of let pounds creep back up. And, um, I started my own, uh, weight loss accountability coaching company. So amazing. Thank you. Thank you. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Well, so basically what I do is I focus, um, on both bariatric and non-bariatric clients, um, but in all phases, whether they're at the beginning of the journey or years out, 
And my clients basically have a coach at their fingertips at all times. And they have to prove to me that they're on track by showing me their weight, everything they're eating and what they're doing for exercise six times a week. And, um, we basically work together. We set goals, we celebrate wins and make small adjustments along the way to help that client reach their desired outcome. And it's just something that I really love to do. It's definitely a side job right now. I would love for it to be my main, um, you know, my main position. Um, but I love it so much. And it's like, I love to see how my help can really make an impact on somebody else and kind of holding their hand through their own journey. I didn't necessarily have somebody to turn to when I went through, you know, any sort of diet, but let alone the surgery and just having somebody to turn to when you need help picking out something on a menu or, or saying, I had a really stressful day. Let's talk about it. What can I do? Or somebody, you know, pushing you to work out when you don't feel like you want to, it just makes all the difference in somebody's life. And, um, I definitely think that, you know, we're the perfect people to turn to in this. Cause we've been through it. We've been in their shoes and all of it. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So that is a little bit about me, but I am just so excited about your journey. I'm so excited for everybody <laughs> to be able to follow your story. I mean, so like genuinely, cause if I could do this again, I would like, I, you know, I, I don't want to gain the weight again, of course, but I just feel well, like, course, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was, it was just such a liberating time and it still is. And I just can't wait to watch it in real time because you're about to just experience the happiest point of your life. I think one of the happiest. Yeah. I, I am so ready for it. And, and you know, now like, it's so funny. Cause I don't, you know, you don't think about, I, I mean, I know we always think about our weight and it always being in the back of your mind, but when you realize like that, something's really going to change it, mm-hmm. you start making, I don't know if you did this, but I am making all of these plans just to be better. Not that I'm like, you know what I mean? Not like I'm some like lazy person who doesn't do anything, but you know what I mean? Like I just have plans to just be the best like version of myself for, for me, for my husband, for my son, for Mm -hmm. anybody, for my family, for my friends, just so that and I'm just so, I'm so ready for it. I can't, I can't wait. I, I keep telling you, I'm like, this is going to be the best year of my life. It is because, you know, you have a blank slate that, and I, and when you're saying you, you keep making plans to be the best version of you, it makes total sense. I mean, if, why go through all this, if you're not going to make these drastic changes, you get to do and be whoever you want to be. And you finally, like you said, you know, that this is going to work this time. There's no, like, what if this diet doesn't work or what if this workout program, this is going to work and you will always, as long have, as we put in the work, of course, of course, yes. you know but what you I mean? have? Like, yes. No. Oh my gosh. Believe me. Yes. This is not a magic pill. And for those people out there who think that this is the easy way out, it definitely isn't. I mean, we got to the size we were for a reason, there's a little bit of food addiction in there, whether it's, you know, to comfort for traumas or just, yeah. I mean, we got there because there's a touch of food addiction in our lives that we've got to get (laughs) under control. And that this is just the way that worked for us. So. And our weight constantly, it won't be in the back of our mind, like bringing us down. Like, I know that's a big thing for me. It's like my weight every day I wake up and I'm just like, I'm just so uncomfortable. How, I mean, you know, my weight doesn't prevent me from like getting up and moving or working or anything like it does, you know, for some people, but I still just don't feel like I'm the best that I can be because 
my weight is just constantly holding me back, you know? Mm -hmm. No, I totally do. And I like back to your comment about, you know, being the best wife and mother you can be. I mean, when you feel good with yourself, it just radiates into those other parts of your life. So when you start to feel better and lighter and less uncomfortable and just a little bit, you know, have a little bit more self-confidence and a little bit, um, more, I don't know. I like what you value like freer. Yes. Yes. Thank you. No, exactly. No, exactly. So when you kind of reach that point, it's going to trickle down into all those areas of your life too. Like I remember I didn't date much growing up because I was really self-conscious. And anytime I did date, I felt like, you know, if we broke up, the reason was always my weight. No one ever said that to me. It was just what I thought every time. And so an insecurity. Yes. And I, and so, but once I kind of was happy with who I was and it's not even about like my physical appearance. It's just, I felt like I felt good about myself for the first time. You know, I've been with my boyfriend for over a year. We've actually known each other since we were 14 years old, but, um, yeah, (laughs) I know, but we, you know, I, it's the best relationship and the best person I could have ever imagined being with. And I just feel confident, confident and comfortable being in a relationship for the first time. And, and I just, those little things mean so much to you because it makes your life that much richer, you know? Um, and I just, honestly, I attribute the whole weight, weight loss journey to this, you know, new sense of self. And I just, I can't wait to see it happen for you. (laughs) I'm excited. I'm just happy you're here with me. It's going to be, it's going to be amazing. I'm going to share everything I possibly can. Cause I just remember when I, when I first started and I know I had mentioned this to you multiple times, I just felt really alone. I was like, I didn't know anybody else that was going through this. You know, when I decided that I said, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. You know what I mean? And I think because I felt so alone in that moment, I was like, well, somebody else out there might need to hear something or they might need encouragement or they might need to see the process, even if it's not like a pretty part of the process, you know what I mean? Cause everything is not all rainbows and sunshine and glitter. Like we would like it to be, you know, but, um, yeah, if I can, you know, help and inspire somebody or just, just like you were to me, just be a friend. I'm, it's all worth it. I know. And, you know, I just, I'm amazed at the weight loss uh, surgery community on Instagram. I, I have a Facebook page, but I mostly, I spend most of my time connecting with other people on Instagram and I, it's not the I same. Gotta, it's not. And I appreciate people's like real raw emotion, whether it's, you know, a photo of their loose skin that they're, they're so proud of, or, or, um, a struggle that they're going through, like, uh, you know, regain or just transfer addiction, anything that's going on with them, the amount of people that rally around them is just incredible. And like the words of encouragement, I mean, having that community, I feel like a lot of people don't even know to exist. So those people who are even just considering it, please get on Instagram, make, you know, just make a it. private account. Yeah. Make just a separate account. It. Yeah. You don't have to put your name if you don't want to be all out there, but I just feel like the more you share with people, the more you're going to feel comfortable with your own journey and it's going to normalize itself for you. Yeah. It, you know, those weird things that you might experience after surgery, you know, whatever they may be, a thousand other people on Instagram will see that post yep. and think, and Oh, I had been there. Yes. And they will reach out to you. If yes. you put it out there, I guarantee it like 99.9%. Somebody's going to message you and be like, that happened to me too. Yes. That and this is how you handle too. it. 
Yep. And this is what I did. This is, you know, I am always putting stuff out there. Like, what should I put in my hospital bag? Like, what do you guys suggest? Like, cause I'm still learning. I'm still learning so much. And I'm, I haven't even gone through the bulk of it yet, you know? And every time somebody, you are not alone. You, you are not alone. <laughs> no, no. It's so important to, you know, especially pre, I'm so glad you're doing this now. Cause I don't think I really sought out the community, um, until after I had surgery. Um, but I'm so glad that you're doing this now because I feel like you can kind of see what others have experienced and maybe give you a better idea of what to expect and, um, just kind of build up this, this following ahead of time. So then every time you are experiencing something new, you can turn to your hundreds of people that you meet daily and just say, you know, what do I do here? Or let's celebrate this win together. It's something that's just, it makes all the difference to let you know that like you've got people to back you up and who know the language you're speaking. Yeah. You know, it's all good. Yes. <laughs> Yay, well, good. I think that is it for today. We are going to be back in a little while, maybe a couple of weeks with another episode and kind of catch up with Joelle, see where she's at and uh, maybe see what she is putting in her hospital bag and what's going on there. The <laughs> all the, we we'll talk to... about all of the things. <laughs> yes. I'm so excited. All right. Well, so let's tell people where they can find us. You can go ahead. Okay. Um, I am on Instagram. Uh, my handle is virtuous underscore VSG underscore mama. So it's like virtuous VSG mama. And you can find me there. Everything is public. You can check it out and see it. Awesome. How about you? Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram too at half of Haley. It's spelled H A L E Y Y. So half of Haley. And I can also be reached at my website at westaccountabilitycoaching.com. And I think that is it for today. Yeah. Sounds great. We'll see you all next time. All right. See you later.